Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks. This week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats, powered by Mercury Marine. Of course, shocked to life by relying on lithium batteries, tailor-made batteries, giving you the most power to make the most of your time on the water. Check them out online at relyonbattery.com. But don't forget the 10% discount code Anglers Channel will help you save some money on those rely on batteries for years to come. So make sure you're using that. The uh, discount code Anglers Channel. Uh, also, you get free shipping with that as well at RelyOnBattery.com. I'm Chris Brown, along with Director of All Things Anglers Channel, Mr. David Jong. Mr. Kenneth Grover is currently on Lake Chickamauga. I spelled it right this week, David. I spelled it right on the on the you pick them on Lake Chickamauga, and, and I'm saying it correctly. He's on Chick practicing for the uh, for the Toyota Series event coming up this week. I didn't look to see if he's got his you pick em picks in yet. He better have. But um, I haven't had a chance to look and see what uh, what he's got going on there. But um, So, yeah, we're uh, he's he's there doing that. It is Wednesday, May 19th, and if you are playing you pick ems you've got till midnight tonight. Actually, I'm going to extend it a little bit. I'll give you till 6 a.m. Thursday morning this week because I'm a nice guy and I overslept on Monday and I didn't get everything put together like I needed to. And, um, I was trying to sell a house and trying to do a bunch of other stuff. And you know, it's bad when David sends me in Texas, Hey, I don't mean to, you know, pour fuel on the fire, but, um, basically you suck at your job. You need to, you need to get your shit together and get it, get it back going. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I said in the text, you know, I'm just trying to cover my butt so that in the case of like something happens and you mentioned on the podcast that I didn't do my part. So I was covering my You don't butt. have a part in the you pick em, though. It's all on me. <laughs> the you pick is all on me. That's got nothing to do with you, buddy. So that's what uh, that's what Bird said. She's like, well, can't David do it? And I'm like, actually, no. That's the one thing that I'm doing on the on the site. So David, uh, David's not covering that just yet. So that one's on me. But uh, but yeah, it is the week of uh, it is Wednesday, May nineteenth. Um, David, how was your weekend? How were things for you? It was all right. Spent a little time with my family. Did some fishing just to kind of break in some of the new Under Armour stuff that I got in. So yeah, got to try a little bit of that stuff out. Yeah. Oh, you're looking good in your t-shirt there. What do you think about the rest of the stuff? Um, I'm liking, I, I was that I tried the shore break hoodie. So for those that don't, it's not a, it's the, you know, the UPF 50, you know, the soul, you know, that sun protection gear. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I mean, it hasn't, like I guess you could say spring up here has been kind of mild or on sure. the colder side. So Saturday was you know, a decent day and it got, um, so I was able to at least try it. Now we'll see how it goes. I think this weekend it's supposed to get into like the eighties. The so we'll see how that does with the, the, with me trying to see if it can keep me cool with the ISO chill. But um, I like the fabric, the feel of it. I like the fit of it. That's one thing I mentioned when um, we were talking with the Under Armour guys, a few, uh, weeks ago that I, I really like the fit and finish of it. So sure. Well, yeah. So everything's so good so far. And then uh like so hopefully we'll see how it goes with the keep me cool this coming Saturday or Sunday. 
Well, what was funny was, as you know, we filmed the Alabama Bass Trail on Weiss Lake on Saturday morning, and um, so I'm there at boat check, putting cameras on boats and getting things ready to go, and Grover shows up <clears throat> about 5 o'clock that morning, like he usually does, which is fun. He, he walks up, and, um, and he's like, how you doing? I said, I'm good. And I didn't ask him how he was doing, right? Because it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I've been up since 2.30. Matter of fact, I've been up a lot longer than that because I had left – See, I left Huntsville at nine o'clock on Thursday at Thursday evening after dealing with people cleaning the house and getting the things ready to sell, getting ready for a photographer to take pictures. And yes, I am a photographer, but I am not a real estate photographer. So I left up the professionals there. But I leave there, I drive I drive to Winchester, Tennessee, I pick up a boat, and I drive on to Charlotte, right? I get about two hours sleeping in a parking lot in Charlotte <clears throat> on Lake Norman there. Then I I work all day with Brian Thrift. Okay, I have a little fuel issue at the end of the day. Um, it's not my boat, but I have a little fuel issue. And I was told by a certain someone who works at that certain boat manufacturer to never trust the fuel gauge in that certain boat. And I said, well, that's good to know now, right? So, but uh, anyway, it wasn't bad. It all worked out. So now I drove from there to Weiss Lake, uh, got there late, got up early. So I'm running on about six hours sleep in the last 48 hours there when Grover shows up. <clears throat> so he's like... Um, we him haul around for a little bit. I'm working and he's like, are you not going to ask me how I'm doing? And I'm like, no, why should I? And he's like, well, I was waiting for you to ask me how I was doing or how I was feeling. And I said, okay, well, let's just, I'll let's just play the game. Right. I'm like, well, Kenneth, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm chill. I'm ISO chill. And I'm like, are you shitting me? Yeah. So he's, He's, you know, on the unknown bandwagon as well, uh, which was pretty interesting because it was cold um, Saturday morning, like 46 degrees at takeoff. And you don't want to wear ISO chill when it's cold because um, you just get colder. Let's just put it to you that way. But uh, the sun came out. It got warm that afternoon. And I'll tell you what, it, it, it made a big help for me. I wore the, uh, the button-down shirts uh, that, they, that they sent me and a pair of the shorts. Had my cowboy hat on, too, so that probably helped a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a good time. So, yeah, you guys make sure you check that out. Under Armour Fish, uh, uafish.com. Check out their ISO chill stuff. It's going to get hot. It's going to get nasty. And you want to make sure that you can spend all day on the water comfortable, cool, and, uh, of course, hydrated. But uh, make sure you check that stuff out because I'm telling you, it's some of the best stuff I've worn. And I'm pretty damn picky, as well as this Kenneth Grover. And we'll get a we'll, we'll get a check in from Kenneth here in just a little bit uh, during practice. But I would imagine next week's show, he, he's going to give you a full rundown on what he wore and how it helped him because it's going to get warm this week here, uh, a little bit muggy right now. But um, you guys make sure you check that out. Uafish.com. Uh, we and uh, get yourself fixed up some of the ice with chill stuff. We've got a great show for you guys tonight. Coming up here in about 30 seconds, uh, your FLW, wow, I said that, I wrote it down that way too, your MLF Pro Circuit champ from Lake Eufaula, Jason Abram, is going to join us here in just a second to talk about Lake Eufaula. Um, and then after that, we'll jump into the Sportsman's Warehouse Bass Wrap-Up portion of the show. We'll discuss the weekend's You pick em Picks. Reveal your leaders and talk about the upcoming events on the line. We'll also talk with, uh, we'll also jump into some news and notes brought to you by Humberton and Coda. And then, of course, we'll finish it up with the Costa Countdown to Blast Off. And as always, 
Uh, throughout the week or weekend, you can always share your thoughts on the night show or anything fishing related. We're not just talking about this show, anything going on via the X Zone hotline 256 535 3217. No matter if you're a tournament fisherman, a weekend warrior, or an occasional angler, find out why Elite Series Angler Champ and Opens Champ now, Mr. Brandon Polinick, trust X Zone Lures to quote unquote catch them. Every day. Find out more xzonelures.com. Talked to uh, my guy up there last week, and uh, they are blowing and going, my friend. So, Xzone, you guys make sure you take that out. Let's go ahead and push the uh, old admit button here on the Zoom machine. I'm going to hit this button real quick. Um, there he is, Mr. Jason Abrams, your MLF Pro Circuit Lake Ufala champ. That's got to feel good. Oh, dude, that feels wonderful. I'll go ahead and tell you, it does. It feels great. I was I was reading an article on how you won this deal, and dude, you've had a rough year up to this point. I, I don't mean to, to to poke the bear, but no, you've had a I rough mean, year. You know, part of it. Last year, I had a great year. You know, I had a great year, made a championship, blah blah blah. I had a great year. Uh, this year, you know, Okeechobee started okay, not great. Cash pretty much last place check in the next two. I uh, dude, it was it was rough. It was terrible, and you know and. That's the high and lows. You know, this sport, you have them really, really highs, and you got them really, really lows. And I was on them really, really lows for a while. Sure, sure. Well, I know last year you won the Lake Martin event right at the right at the start of, of COVID. And I think that was the first real COVID protocol tournament that, that, that everybody had. No crowds, everybody was social distance, mass, everything else. And then you had a big a, a big break off there before uh, before any more events so i'm sure that was a bit of a challenge last year as well for you it was you know it was great i, I was like you know i had some momentum going i had two pretty decent terms i win one and then you know COVID hit and you know everything changed for a while everything changed for a while and uh you i lost the momentum there and you know i, I got it back you know i regained a little bit i made the championship i didn't do great in the championship but i, I got there so that was great and then, you know, I was, you know, I was psyched for this year. I was super excited to get the year started and went to Florida and, uh, you know, the first Toyota series and made a little money there, went to Okeechobee, made a little money, and then it just nosedived. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let, let's jump into you following because I know a lot of folks were complaining. Well, I, I see. Did you take any pictures with alligators? I got to ask you that first because I think everybody else did. Did you take an alligator oh, picture? I took pictures of alligators. It, you know, Eufaula has the biggest alligators I think I've ever seen. Yeah. It really does. It's got some big ones down there. But, yeah, you know, of course I took some, sent to my kids and wife. You know, it's, it's you know, we don't have them here in Tennessee, thank goodness, I think. <laughs> but uh, it, it's fun to see them. But uh, I just sent them stay down there. Absolutely. I'm with you. So, day one, 20 pounds, three ounces. And then day two, 1305. And then, uh, let's see, day three, 1811, then wrap it up with a 1401. But you were in the top two, basically, all week long. So, Yeah, it was good. You know, on day one of practice, it was really rough. I had one keeper bite all day. I fished down the lake. I fished shallow down the lake, fishing boat docks and what I could find in the water. And it was late in the day, and I had one keeper bite. And it was a good keeper, like a solid four-pounder on a, a white jig down the lake. And, you know, I'd always heard, you know, down the lake ledges, ledges. So I was trying to do something different. But I had that one bite, and there was just shad spawn going, and I knew it. Uh, so on day two, I went up the river, you know, and like the 
first tree I pulled up to, I had a practice jig on because I done made up my mind. You know, I, I had one keeper bite down the lake, tied a practice jig on day two. And the uh, first one, a tree I pulled up to, and I had a good one. And, you know, it walked out of the tree. And I was like, man, it's got some weight to it. When the tree had another bite, it was right. And I was like, okay, I'm going to check one. So I tied a regular jig back on and, you know, sucked the next one. It was between six to seven pounds. Oh, I was wow. like, oh, I'm on the right ones. So with just with just two days of practice now, though, how does that how does that strategy play out for you? Well, you know, and that's a lot of my. Um, I think I'm not quite settled into that two days of practice, and, I, and I'm not going to say I, I'm going to take full responsibility for the two that I tanked in. They're my fault completely. But you know, I I've not fished Smith very much, and you know the other one, Murray, I, I've only been to one time. Sure. But, so Okeechobee, I at least had a little bit of knowledge of where to go. That two days of practice is uh, it's different. It's challenging. Uh, you got to pick up the pace, I think, to cover a little bit more water. Or you, some of these guys that took the just opposite, they're going to find an area. They're going to milk. They're going to figure out how to catch them in the general area. And I'm not quite settled in which way I think is going to be better for me. You know, uh, two days of practice is different. It's just it's really different. Right. Right. The, um, I would think obviously you, you got to speed up. Uh, but I mean, how much research do you do prior to an event? I do. It depends on the event. Okay. If I got good knowledge of the, the tournament waters we're going to, uh, I don't do a whole lot. You know, I like to get on the water and try to figure out, I, I don't want to have, I usually have bad tournaments when I have a preconceived notion of what's going to happen or what I'm going to do before I get there. So I I try not, I try to know the water. And if I know the water, then I do quite a bit of research. Like everybody else. I watch past tournaments, water flow, inflow, you know, if it depends on, you know, if it's rising, falling, I do quite a bit on research on the lakes that I've never been to, but the lakes that I'm comfortable, I've been to a couple of times, I know generally the areas that the lakes are that, you know, that are good. Uh, I try to let the lakes tell me what to do when I get there, much, much more than what I think they should be doing. Sure. Sure. So for you follow, you had that one bite down lake and then you went, uh, you went obviously up the river. So that pretty much told you you were turning left out of Lake Point every day. Absolutely. You know, when I, when I had them four quality bites on, on practice, I knew there was nothing down the lake for me. And when I went up the river, it felt a lot like East Tennessee river fishing that I'm comfortable with. And then that white jig bite, I've did that a lot. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with that in my hand. I I feel good when I got that rod in my hand. So, you know, and and it helped on day one, the first tree I pulled up to, I called a six, six and maybe the third or fourth. cast. So, you know, that right there just told me in my mind, this is right. Stick to it. And, you know, Day one, I got seven bites. That was it. Right. Seven bites all day, but they were the right seven. Sure. Sure. So what changed from day one to day two? I mean, you had 20 pounds, three ounces on day one and 13.5 on day two. Well, it was twofold. You know, uh, day one, you know, we didn't have a lot of local pressure. Day two, <laughs> there was two other tournaments going out. And, you know, so you had more local pressure on the water, you, you know, and guys have just as much right to be there as we do. Sure. So, you know, you're, you're sharing the water a little bit more, and I couldn't run around as much as I wanted to. I did lose two good ones, though, so it was my fault. My weights were down. I lost a six, and I lost a five. Gotcha. I had the bites to do really good. 
uh, I couldn't recoup because I couldn't run around quite as much as I wanted to. And also, you know, they won tournament results. There's a lot of guys down the lake, but that deep bite didn't, you know, didn't show up like a lot of them was hoping. So even some of them guys made the push to swap ends of the lake. So you had local pressure. You had some of the day one anglers that didn't do so well down the lake that come up the lake. So it was twofold. There was a lot more pressure and a lot less being able to run around and fish just a key tree here and there that really dropped my weight on day two. Sure. So these key trees, what what are you looking for? Because I read the article and you compared it a lot to being, you know, at home on Watts Bar. So what what exactly are you looking for when you're around the river? Well, on day one and two, you know, they run current. Right. You know, they was generating a little bit and it, it had so I was looking, I knew that, you know, I'd been watching, like, you know, talking about looking at lakes before you get there. They was dropping that lake every day, six to eight inches uh, every day. So I was looking for channel swings, which typically have the deeper water, mm-hmm. you know, access. So I'm looking for that. And I'm looking for the tree on that channel swing that has the most depth to it. Because I know, you know, they're dropping the water every day. Them big females are going to pull to the one tree that has the closest deep water. Right. And usually the closest deep water tree is also a current break. You know, there's usually just, it falls hand in hand, deep water current. There's usually a tree, usually a washed out place. that puts a tree in the water. And so that sort of lined up is the deepest water is also a tree in the water there with some kind of cover over it. You know, if it was, if it was Hyson's or if it was just blowed up trash or whatever, them three recipes right there, that was, that was it. If you could find them three, there was a big one there. Okay. All right. Very cool. David, what you got? So it looks like either, well, you have the white jig and that was your primary presentation. It seems like, is it, is it one of those you were sold out in type of a situation or was it, that's the only thing I figured out. And that's the only reason why I had, I mean, you're, that you were throwing the white jig. I was dialed in on this one. Okay. I'm comfortable with that. When I, when I, when I, when I had them four quality bites in practice, you know, it, even if you don't set a hook on them, when they go to pulling on them big jigs, them big ones just don't let it go. You mm-hmm. can feel them around. So I'm really comfortable with that. I've, I've won quite a few tournaments here at the house with that. And the Shad Swan was going on. I, that was just my bait of choice. They might have been another bait or presentation and it might have worked. But for me, I, you know, that's a high percentage. If you get a bite on that, you're, you're probably going to handle it. Do you have any backup presentations as well? Or is it just that one rod on your deck and that was it? I had, you know, there was a few fish biting a pop bar. You could get a few bites on a pop bar. You could get a few bites on a moving bait too. But I, it seemed like the fish were smaller. It, it almost seemed like you needed to get that jig down to that four to eight foot range. To that, that was sort of where it seemed like the two pounders were maybe in it, you know, surface to two to three foot. If you could get that jig down to four to eight, it seemed like the bigger ones were a little bit deeper. So. You literally took home with you. I mean, you talking about Popar and the white jig. I mean, it's, that sounds like some Watts Bar stuff there for sure. That's, you know, that's exactly what it is. You know, I, I grew up fishing Douglas, Watts Bar, Cherokee. Uh, that, that, you know, that's just the type of lakes I grew up fishing. I'm comfortable with them. You know, we, you know, it, you know, and if you grew up any of the Tennessee River guys, you know, if they're not running current, it gets tough. Sure. Uh, so, Running current, you know, I, I'm just comfortable with that. Sure, sure. So talk a little bit about the jig. What uh, what's special about this jig that you that, that you used? 
Well, you know, a guy local here, his name is Craig France at Mace City. It's a, it's a, it's a got a little bit flatter head on it. Okay. It's a really good skipping jig. I mean, it works really good. And I found that in shad spawn, you know, you see them shad flickering on the top. top off. And I found in a good jig that will skip a lot of my presentations. I want it to skip the last three or four or five foot. I want it to make that skipping presentation when it hits the water. I, I think that helps the flat, the flatness on the top of that jig. It helps it skip really good. Uh, it's got a big five volt hook in it. it you know, it, it just, it's a good, it, it swims good. It's got a good flow. It don't where the head's a little bit wider. It skips good, but it also, when you're, when you're, swimming it it's got a good flow to it it just don't drop like a rocket don't nosedive it keeps a good you know vertical or uh, horizontal presentation with the jig okay talk about uh rod reel line what are you using to um to to, to fish this jig with you know i'm a, i'm a I, i'm you know uh i'm not sponsored by auto or real company i i've always i like what i like sure. on this aspect you know um I use a Daiwa, Team Daiwa flipping stick. You know, it's a, I like Daiwa flipping sticks. You know, if most of my rods are G Loomis, you know, I, I like a G Loomis for about everything else, but uh, uh, Daiwa flipping sticks are just my go-to. I like a Daiwa flipping stick. Uh, it was on a Shimano SLA reel. Uh, I found that is a really uh, reasonable priced reel. Uh, it works really good, and it was on an A2 gear ratio. Um most of my time when I'm flipping, I like 20 or 25 pound uh, sunline okay. fluorocarbon. And this particular, I was using 20 pound sunline fluorocarbon for everything. You know, and on the back of that jig, you know, the only bait on the back of that jig was Reaction Innovations uh, Spicy Beaver. Which, since that bait has come out, I think that I'm about 150, maybe 160 thousand dollars to the good because of that. <laughs> When I get that, I had a, a third-place finish down at Okeechobee a few years ago on it. I had 11th-place finish on it at uh, Lake Seminole. So that bait, to me, is just – if I can get that bite going, it generates a lot of uh, self-confidence. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Well, speaking of self-confidence, what does this win do for you mentally going into these next few events to finish up the season? No, I, it puts me in a good place. You know, I was a little down, you know, and – we all face it, you know. You're you're like, man, I'm I'm up there, I'm doing good, and then all of a sudden, bad tournament hits, another bad tournament hits. You're like, gosh. Uh, to me, it it boosts my confidence. Plain and simple, you know. When you're fishing against the guys that I fish against, uh, if you ain't got confidence in yourself, uh, you're probably not going to do real well. Sure. Uh, so uh, this really, really boosts my confidence back up. You know. I know I can compete with them, it, and that's a good feeling, you know, because they're sticks. I mean, plain and simple, there's a lot of really good sticks out here uh, in uh, Major League Fishing. So, I mean, it's fun. It, it boosts my confidence. It puts me back in a mental game where I maybe I was I was low there a little bit. So, it definitely gets me back on track where I want now, to be. Now, this qualifies you for which BPT event? The St. Lawrence River. Okay. Which I've been to, but uh, I'm, I'm headed there uh, either tomorrow or Wednesday. <laughs> well, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, to my best understanding, I'm waiting on, on clarification for this year, but my understanding that lake goes off limits for me on the 24th. So uh, I've never been there. So I'm going to make a trip up to New York uh, sometime this week 
providing that, you know, it does go off limits on the 24th and I can still get three or four days up there to look around, try to understand what's going on. So, so but yeah, that, that's, uh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, that event, um, they should be a lot of fish catching going on. You know, you're up there North in them small, I think it'll be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I really am. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a great event. That'll be, um, that'll be a lot of fun there for sure. So, that's awesome. David, what else you got? Well, talking about that BPT event there, it looks like, how do you feel about the format? Because now you've experienced that format at the FOW title last year. Am I correct? Yeah, you are correct. Uh, I really, there's, you know, growing up, we're, we, most of us, uh, until they come along, we're all been prone to that five fish, biggest fish, you know? Right. Uh, I love the catch, weigh, and release. I think that is absolutely probably the uh, greatest thing to come along in bass fishing uh, for tournament bass fishing. I think that is great for the uh, sport of bass fishing. I, I really do. I think that's going to protect our resources. The quicker we can get them back in the water is probably better. Uh, I, I like the score tracker. I like the pressure. I, I think that is a – it's an – you know, when you play sports, if you're any other sport in the, that you're playing – you know where you're setting at. If sure. you're in football, you know you're down. If you're in baseball, so that adds the same sports and competition that you've always grew up with. You know what you're facing. I like that. Uh, I'm not so crazy about weigh, uh, weighing every fish is fine, but I wish it was uh, the biggest five. I, I like the weighing every fish, and you see, you can see who's really catching them. You know that they're really catching them, but – I would still like the five fish, biggest fish, uh, everything else about it. But I, I think I like that format better, sure. but everything else about it. I really like, you know, I really enjoy the catch weigh and release. I like you know, I, everything else, but I still, and it's probably, you know, I'm just not fished enough of them events. Maybe you would come around to that, but I'm not fished enough of them yet to say that I, I would prefer that way. Sure. Sure. Well, that was interesting because, you know, when the Elite Series was on fork, they did the catchway release, but they only they only had the top five, right? You, you had your five biggest Correct. fish, you which, know, which is really, a big... I really, really liked that. I was like, man, that that I think that I would love to see our sport go to that way. You know, I, that, that's me personally. That, sure. That's my preference. I think it would be great. Uh, I think it'd be entertaining for everybody involved. Uh, adds a little bit of pressure. Good and bad, you know, even, you know, even this tournament right there, you know, going back and watching some of the video now and Trevor, you know, if, if, uh, um, if he would have known he only needed a three pounder, maybe he didn't stay after deep cranking as much. Maybe he changed his format. Maybe me knowing that I was up, maybe I let off a little bit. I, you know, you never know what's going to happen, but I'm glad we didn't have it in this one. I won. So, <laughs> no, but I'm not going to lie. This one, no, let's don't change it. But, uh, I think overall, I think everybody would enjoy it more if everybody, I think, you know, uh, sure. let me go fish this next one and I, I, I'll give you another opinion. Maybe I don't like it. You know, the first time it was new, is exciting. Uh, when we fished it last year at the, uh, the championship, maybe, but maybe this time uh, I get a second around of it. And I'm like, eh, maybe I ain't crazy about it. Sure. Don't really, you know, that's one of the things I don't really know uh, until you fish a couple of them and figure out where, what, what you really like. Sure, sure. Well, you got the Tonic River coming up here next month and then uh, St. Lawrence River at the end of July to top off the season. There's still a chance for you to make is it. Is it 40 or 50 that go to the championship? I think it's 40. Okay. I, I think it's 40 now. Uh, there's an outside chance. I mean, you know, I moved up 
almost 50 some places. I think, you know, I was way down there. I really had a, a rough start. I had a rough start. Sure. So, uh, uh, there's an outside chance. Uh, I'm going to have to perform just as good. I figure it's going to take at least two top 15 or top 20s to even give a outside shot. I, I'm comfortable with the Potomac river. I've been there quite a few times. I, you know, I've been decent there quite a few times. I like the Oh, hang on a minute. What happened here? There you go. I got you now. I don't know what happened there. Are so, you back? Yeah, I got you. So, Tony McCreary, you said you've been there a few times? Yeah, I've been to Potomac River quite a few times. I enjoy it. Uh, it's, you know, fish and shallow. Hopefully I can fish fast. Now I'm going back up north to St. Lawrence. The good thing is, you know, for me, I get to go fish at BPT, get a little experience on my belt. Um uh, learn a little bit, see what goes on, understand it. So, you know, I'm not out of it. You know, in my mind, I got a shot at it. Uh, I hammer down. There you go. There you go. Well, brother, congratulations on the win. Uh, excited for you. Uh, thanks so much for your time tonight and look forward to seeing how you finish off the rest of the season. Guys, I appreciate you taking the time to contact me. I really enjoyed it. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. You too, buddy. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Well, there he is, folks. Jason Abram, your Lake U follow winner. I was surprised the weights not being a little better than what they were, but I didn't know that they had a bunch of other events going on as well on top of that, so that does make a little bit of sense. Um, he's got a pretty good amount of water up that river to, to run, and if it got crowded up there, then you know it was crowded everywhere on that lake, that's for sure. So, Yeah, but, I, I wasn't sure either because I was like, oh, I figured – because what other event was that? Was it BPT that was up there? No, no, that was for a different event. But no, yeah, I mean, I figured that the weights are going to be close to like seven, high 70s, almost 80 pounds to take the W. But it could be, like you said, a lot of pressure. I don't know if it's time of year now where the, it starts, you know, the weights start to drop off or what. But I did think it was going to take about almost 80 pounds to win, though, initially. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely, uh, definitely a little off for sure. So, but uh, that's part of it. So, congratulations to Jason. And for uh, for any of you guys that, that that have been, you know, saying, you know, hating on me a little bit, I got the text messages. It's okay. I, I understand. <laughs> I didn't interview Jason because you texted me. I, I interviewed him because he won the FLW or the MLF Pro Circuit. See, I'm stuck in that. Stuck in that damn mindset, David. I can't. It's I can't two get out years, of it. man. Come on, it's that, I know, right? You think I'd learn by now, right? But uh, <laughs> it's been a long week, and it's only Tuesday. So, but uh, yeah. So, congratulations to Jason Abrams. Abram, excuse me, Jason Abram. Your Lake Eufaula, FLD, MLF. I can't still. It's killing me. MLF Pro Circuit Champ. All right, moving on. Let's take a quick little break. When we come back. We'll do a little quick check in with Kenneth on Chick. See how practice is going, and then uh, we'll get to, we'll let David do the you pick up, and I'll just shut up. I, I can't talk, obviously. <laughs> so, y'all hang tight. Right back with more Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. 
That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. Turn up the heat with America's most innovative total performance fishing machines. With more best-in-class features, the Ranger Z Comanche series has taken all-out performance to even higher levels. Dare to dream and join a whole new level of leadership, the Ranger Z Comanche series. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go. Make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Talk a little sports warehouse bass wrap up brought to you by Under Armour Apparel. Makers of ISO Chill stay cool and comfortable and on the water longer this summer with Under Armour ISO Chill. Learn more at uafish.com. David, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm about tired of this you pick them game between the four of us because Michelle's kicking our ass. I'm just going to be honest with you. So. We may have to retire our side of the you pick him, but leave the other one. <laughs> Michelle and Kenneth have got this, got this domination thing going. I can't quite uh, catch up. But you're, you and I are tied for second. That don't mean much, though. So we're going to start adding maybe, more, more tournaments to the maybe, deal. So. Maybe it might let a fire underneath Kenneth because he, he must be having some withdrawal. Cause you know, like it's, he's so used to having, like he talked about his little dust spot on his piano. Now, I mean, so I'm, I'm sure at this point he's got that, you know, something's missing in his life. Oh, know? yeah. I guarantee it's, it's missing in his life. It's missing in mine, too. I just We just moved houses, and I <laughs> couldn't bring it with me. I had to ship it off. So, yeah, you got to love that. So, all right, well, let's run through the old you pickums real quick and see what we got. All right. So for the first one up for this week here, we be go to the James River for the first open event for the Northern Division. And coming, well, he what weighed 13 pounds and 11 ounces, sitting in 50th place. So out of the money or out of the cut on day one, that he takes the lead on day two and takes his first win on the open side. Mr. Brandon Polinick caught 53 pounds and 12 ounces. Again, like I said, to take his first win on the open side. That's a million. That's a million. He, um, I'm telling you, he's won, he, he's won an open trophy for a long time. He's really wanted to win one of those. I, I can't say I blame him. 
So uh, congratulations to BP. That was uh, that was pretty cool to see. You know, he did it without Kyle Vandiver were there as well. His camera guy wasn't there. So yep. I, I'm I'm not saying that Kyle's not been a good thing for him this year, but I, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Kyle. I'm just I'm just picking on you. So I'm just picking. But it was very cool to see him win. So. Well, see, and then, you know, like since, since you brought up Kyle, I know one of their big things, I guess, amongst the three of them is that if Brandon makes his day three cut, there's cut ice cream. Sure. How, how does cut ice cream work when it's an open event? And if there was ice cream, was Kyle missing out? Because, you know, Kyle looks forward to it. I guarantee Kyle had ice cream in, in Idaho or back home, wherever he was. <laughs> I guarantee I guarantee on Friday night he had cut ice cream. So I feel certain of that, and I guarantee – Brandon and Tiff had it as well, which we know they did. So congratulations to BP. Very proud of him. No, you sent me a text to ask if we're going to have him on the show, and I'm not going to bug him during Elite Series practice. <laughs> he and Gunnersville have a love-hate relationship, and the last thing I'm going to do is bug him this week while he's on, on Gunnersville, or any of the guys for that matter. So I'm going to let him be. But um, when are you pick, em, pick this week with 53 pounds, 9-ounce guest Nicholas um, Cavazos? Nicholas, I probably just butchered that, but uh, Nicholas Cavazos, 53 pounds, 9 ounces on his guess. So right there at it. Congratulations to you, Nick. You, uh, you've got a point, and you're on the leaderboard now. So, all right. All right. Next up uh, is the MLF, not FLW. Pro circuit event on Lake Eufaula. Let me just clarify. That's simply that's what I've known for 18 years, right? Is is FLW, and so that's what I that's what I know. And so I just I'm not I'm not poking the bear. I'm not pushing any buttons. It was just a simple screw up on my on my take. Don't blow up my don't DM me or blow up my text <laughs> messages. Okay. Two five six five three five three two one seven Exxon Hotline. But um, yeah, sorry, it is MLF. I apologize. So, yes, the MLF Pro Circuit event was out on Lake Eufaula, and our guest of the evening or for the podcast, and again, never dropping out of second place and taking the win on day four was Jason Abram with a total of 66 pounds and four ounces. He got his groove back, that's for sure. Carlton Gonzalez, 65 pounds, nine ounces. So, there you go. Congratulations to Carlton. You got a point. You're on the leaderboard now. And a very, very heavy tie for second place. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next? So for those that don't know, the MLF BFL event, the Buckeye event on the Ohio River was rescheduled. So I believe it's a back-to-back now. So they'll have, I think it's in August. I forget the exact dates, but it'll be a Saturday and Sunday event two separate events but on the same weekend so that event that was on our you pick them is rescheduled how so many ties will on. they have that weekend will they have a tie how that many weekend? what because <laughs> <laughs> what ohio riverway you probably you're talking about maybe game of very of ounces at that point so i, I wouldn't be surprised that very small ounces and, yes and I know, I know you don't like the fact that they don't have a good tiebreaker system either. So. They don't have any tiebreaker <laughs> system. Shit. They just they just carry extra trophies with them is all they do. So, you know. 
How does that? How does that? How's that going to work in the What's last event of the year? If you tie in the last event of the year, they ain't got no extra trophies for that last event. They, they, they've, they've been giving them away prior to and having to order more. So, oh, see, see, so, so if you tie on Saturday, right? Because I mean, so I'm assuming they have one first place event for each event. So sure. that means what? They have to give the Sunday. If there's two guys <laughs> yeah, that tie for first, Sunday they have to give Sunday. <laughs> I'd be like, just give me the check and mail me the damn trophy whenever you get it. <laughs> That'll be fine. So, all right. So we're moving on to the uh, what? So the BFL Buckeyes postponed. So now, what's what's next? So we go back to uh, Alabama for the Alabama Bass Trail North event on Weiss Lake, and as Robert, I'm not. I'm sorry. As Robbie would say, lolly lolly. Lolly Lolly, we're here to like party. That's right. The team of Sean and Davy Lolly with 1829 took the win on Weiss Lake. I, I think I underguessed way on that one. I thought I was going to take it on 13 or 14, I think it was. But yeah, pretty good weight there. So <clears throat> I got a text last week. I got to read it because <clears throat> it's pretty good. I did a little picking on. Not a, I mean, I, I picked a little bit on, on MLF last week toward the end of the show, right? Okay. So um, you were there. You remember it, right? Sure. And so I got a text from Joe Opeger, who won the Lady Bass Angler Association <laughs> Lake Hickory deal, right? He said, in all caps, I am the LBAA expert, baby. And so I'm like, yes, you are, my friend. But he also says, also, still a huge fan of you guys, no matter what you say about my employer. Well, I yes, Joe, I understand. And then he, and then I said, we are a huge fan of Joe Opeger, which we are, because I've been a huge fan of Joe's for a long time. And he says, I want the trophy bad, was, was how he ended the text. Well, let me tell you something. It took 1829 for Sean and David Lolly to win ABT on Weiss. Joe Opeger, 1825. Moves into a three-way tie for the lead. Where's my little deal? Where, where, where did my sound effect go? Right? Stand down. Three-way tie for the lead now going into the final couple of weeks of the You Pick em. So, Joe, make sure you get your picks in. I know you're busy with the BPT stuff, but Joe Opeger, 18-25. And, David, you did win this pick with 14-3. Is what you picked on that one. That was actually a <laughs> See, really, I, I really was, going, though. <laughs> was actually a really, really good guess. So I'll give you that fourteen three for you on that one. And then uh, Michelle did win the first two um, pretty handily. Yeah. So, but uh, will she win the next two? I don't believe she will. So, but anyway, go ahead. And to add, because you know, we're, we're on this whole MLF thing and Joel Pager and stuff like that, you know. Um, we have a ties, you know, a good tiebreaker system. We do. We have a great tiebreaker system. We do. And Joe's not in control of that. Joe's just controlling the PR. So, but he may be in charge of ordering trophies too. I don't know. But um, you never can tell. But yeah, so that's, yeah. So we, you know, in the case if there is a tie, because, you know, this is the last week we're going to, wait, is this the last week? No, no we it's not the last week of May. No, we still got. Uh, so, one more weekend after this weekend. Yeah. So there, in the case of Joel Pigger, if there is a tie at the end, you know we do have a good tiebreaker system. So, well, let's <laughs> as see. long as CB gets everything updated, we have yeah, we have one more week after this, and it's Memorial Day weekend. So yeah, one more week to go for this one. So, but 
All right, what's next? All right, so next up, the next two events are focused on the biggest best of the event. And the first one up is the uh, Big Bass Splash that took place on Toledo Bend. And he won it in the first hour on Friday. So I guess he was sitting pretty, pretty, oh, pretty for that whole entire duration. I'm not sure if he was sweating bullets because I don't think anyone came close to his weight. But uh, Steve Rushmeyer Mm -hmm. caught a 987 to take the win there. Well, one guy who was not sweating bullets was Ron Farmer, who had 973 for the you pick a win. So Ron grabs a point there as well, uh, moving into uh, the final two weeks of picks. So, and then I took the I took the win for us with a 933. So, yeah, I don't think Michelle's sweating bullets yet, but we'll see. We'll see if Michelle. Because there's still two, it's still two weeks left. So I, 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 I'm it, it, optimistic. There's, there's still a chance, my friend. There is still a yeah. chance. So, it, it's the, the, the point spread is, is, it's, it's, it's big, but it's not too big. So there's, there's still a chance. I feel certain. So. All right, last one up here. We go to the lake that KG is currently practicing on Lake Chickamauga. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Big Bass Tour event. And I actually got the results going, not the results, but the information mixed up. But uh, this guy actually led it from day one on Friday for the first hour. Uh, and I don't know if he's related to you and if he gave you any money, but Mr. Stephen Brown won that event with a 921. That's a negative ghost rider. We are in no, no relation that I know of, but uh, 921 for him. Brian Pritchett with an 896 takes the, takes the point there. And one David Zhong with a eight ninety takes the win for the for uh, for the AC you pick him. So and with that also Brian Pritchett was the first one. Here's our tiebreaker, right? Because we've got we've got five guys that that won this week. And so I can't give away five trophies for a week win, right? I can't give away sure. five gift cards for a week win. So what what's our tiebreaker, David? Explain the rules to everybody. What's our tiebreaker? So our tiebreaker is, you know, so you got to pay attention to these emails that CB sends you because it's no matter what time I send you, send them. You got you got to pay attention, right? It's it's based on timestamp. So it's whatever time that's on the email that CB gets with your entries. That's what we go off of for our tiebreaker. That's exactly right. And this week, Brian Pritchett, your Big Bass Tour winner with 896, he got his in first before anybody else did. And out of the winners, he was the uh, he was the earliest to submit his pick. So Brian, you will get an email with a $20 Sportsman's Warehouse e-gift card that you can spend at sportsmans.com. So, might want to Check that out. Be on the lookout for that in your email here very, very soon. So let's run through our leaderboard real quick. Let me pull the website up and real fast, and I will run through the leaderboard. It's also Everything is there on the anglerschannel.com page under the contest under You Pick Them. And um, I, have, I have moved computers back to a um, – I've got a dedicated podcast machine now, David. So everything's a little bit slow on this end because it hadn't been used very often in a long in, in a while. So we'll slide down here. Currently tied for the lead, Joe Opager with two points, Wesley Sams with two points, and Tim Four with two points. And you may ask, CB, what happens 
if we get down to the final week and all three of these guys are still a tie for the lead and nobody else challenged them. Well, then we go to the same tiebreaker David just mentioned, but it's for the last week of the month. So not the week four coming up, but week five, you guys want to make sure you get your points in early. Because even if you're David Zhang and you're in second place with one point and you win a point on that final week, you got to make sure you got your timestamp in early, right, to make sure you're there. So you got to uh, make sure you do that. So Joel Baker, Wesley Sams, Tim Fuller tied for the lead with two points apiece right now. Chris Pease, David Zhang, Willie McCall. Teddy Helton, Mr. John Patria, Travis Hinger, Randall Saylor, Nicholas Cavazos, Carlton Gonzalez, Ron Farmer, Brian Pritchett are all one point back in second place with two weeks left to go in the month. What's on the line this week, David? On this this month? What can you win? We've got a what, sweet pair of the new Coastal Pro Fantails. We do. Worth 270 bucks. They're sweet. They're awesome. And we've also got a new Mammoth Frontier 50-liter backpack cooler. So, Just in time for the uh, summer or warm weather, you know, whether you're hiking, camping, or whatever it is that you're doing. Just in time to go to the beach, right? So you're uh, just just about right for you. So uh, with that said, it's a quick little break. When we come back, we'll do a few news and notes. Then we'll jump into the Coast to Countdown to Blast Off. We'll get you guys back on the water right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, IsoChill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. (laughs) I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Today we're brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more dualpro.com. All right, David, a few news and notes um, uh, real quick. Um, you know, I picked on this guy last week because it was the one-year anniversary of the of the um, the bad review that he gave us. And so he okay. heard it. He heard it. He listens still. He heard it, and he oh, wow. he chimed in. If you've ever seen Hunter Ballman, you know, the MPFL pro, yep. have you seen his live well? 
it's got a picture, right, of a dude with bubbles coming out of his mouth and says, feed me, like on his live well lids. Well, that's <laughs> Eric Splinter is uh, is who that is. And um, so, yeah, so he, he sent me a, a, a text. He said, just heard you celebrated the one-year anniversary of my review. Guess you never noticed. I updated it shortly thereafter to four stars. He said, I listened to most, but not all. And I just skip ahead when you rant about MLF and the pick'em stuff. But the rants are less frequent, so that is good. I'm glad for the show. Helps pass the time driving to and from the lake. Keep on trucking. He sent me a picture of him and Hunter. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. So, Eric, thanks for uh, tuning back in to us. Sorry for the rants. I'll try to keep them a little bit uh, less. And thank you for the review. You can always give a review on your favorite podcast app. We'd love to have a review. Because every now and again, David will go through the reviews and he'll pick one. For uh, for a hat, which we did not have a winner last week on our Under Armour hat, so you guys what, keep. Really? Uh, we did not. I don't know what I, I don't know what everybody's problem is. Nobody wanted to chime in to the X Zone hotline two five six five three five three two one seven. It's a brand new Under Armour ISO chill hat up for grabs. So uh, make sure you get um, you get things going there. Has your gas prices? Have, did you have any of the shortages or any of the gas price go up when you uh, up in your neck of the woods? No shortage. You know, I don't have to worry about waiting for five hours just to get $10 worth of gas. Gas has been going up, but, you know, I don't want to get political, but no. people say it's, you know, due to people that are in certain positions. But, um, I mean, gas has been going up, but I don't think it's been significant. At least for now, it hasn't been nothing, nothing drastically crazy. impacted. No. Well, for anybody who had to deal with it last week, it was definitely kind of crazy. I went to from Huntsville to Charlotte on Thursday night, and I stopped probably three times trying to find gas. And it got to the point where um, I would run down a half tank and then try to find fuel because you just you didn't know where or when you could find it. So, and of course, there were memes everywhere. My favorite meme was the lady who had the gas nozzle with the yellow bag in in her in the gas receptacle on her car, right? In, in in the gas pump deal. And she's Googling how to work the handle with the yellow bag. So yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty good one there. So hope everybody's back to, to square one on um, on ga- on your on your gas and everybody's good to go there. Uh, like I said a few minutes ago, still waiting on texture number five. Uh, fantasy fishing guys make sure you get your fantasy picks in this week uh, for the Gunnersville event. I'll be out there probably Thursday or Friday running around shooting some pictures doing a few things here and there, but um, you guys make sure you get uh, your fantasy picks in. I'll pick some do mine here shortly. And then one last thing, and I'm not going to get too deep into it because I really don't want to give this jackass any more love than what he's already getting. (laughs) But what in the hell is going on with Randy Blockett? My God, son. I mean, just now it's gone from Bass Pro to – I don't know this and that. Now he's now he's even asking the question: Is the classic worth it? Have you seen that? Yeah, and you know, maybe kind of like our, you know, a guy Eric, where you know he choose not to listen to certain parts of our podcast if there's rants, but you know, like I, I mean, it's only my one click, my one view, but you know, you watched it. I, didn't I don't. You? Uh, I, I, after a while, kind of knowing where his, you kind of already know when the topic of his video is a certain type of subject where it's going to pretty much go already. Sure. And so it's like, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't want to waste my time. 
that's the thing is I don't have the time to sit and watch it, right? Because I know where it's going to go. I don't like him anyway, so why would I want to even try to <laughs> to understand it anymore, right? I mean, I, the older I get, the more my filter goes away. If you've not figured that out in the last three years of this podcast, I, my filter no longer works, right? But <clears throat> the older I get, the less time I have to devote to people who are just completely idiotic. And he may be a hell of a fisherman. I don't know. I mean, I've, obviously, I followed him. I've, I've, you know, I've been around the industry for a long time. I've met him a time or two and, um, you know, watched, you know, seen him growing up and read the magazine articles and the videos, things like that. But, um, yeah, just, I would love to know your thoughts and opinions because a lot of folks are, a lot of folks are praising him and a lot of folks are bashing him. So I'd love to know your thoughts and opinions on it. Two, five, six, five, three, five, three, two, one, seven, the X zone hotline brought to you by X zone lures. Uh, please chime in and give us your thoughts on that. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to get some. Some more feedback on that one for sure. So anything else in the news that I've missed this week? What else has been going on? Bass just what did Bass uh, just announce? Bass just announced a new Oh yeah. A new deal that I'm actually gonna get to do a little bit of work on um at some point in time. But a new bass program that is, inspires and educates families on outdoor exploration. Uh, very cool deal. Very good friend of mine, Lori Tisdale, who's the director of this deal. It's called Go Outside is what it is. And you can go to their website, uh, Bassmaster.com slash Go Outside. It's a very, very cool deal. Um, and I, I, I flipped through it just for a few minutes and looked at some stuff. And um, it, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it's a very cool site. Ken Kirby just sent me a text there letting me know that, we caught him while he was making a run. He decided to get back to make sure the gas station was not closed. So we may have to give him a call here in a minute, check on how practice was going. Um, but uh, make sure you check that out, bassbuster.com slash go outside. Uh, very cool deal, very cool website. They've got a lot of cool things on there. And you'll see some stuff coming up from us on that website as well here soon. So that'll be uh, a very neat project for those guys for sure. So let's do this. Let, let's dial up Gold Grover and see if he'll um, see if he'll answer this time. Well, Mr. Grover, welcome to the English Channel Insider Podcast. How's your day? Uh, days are long, not getting much sleep, and I'm tired. <laughs> And you're just getting started. Let's talk a little bit about, tell us about Chickamauga. You noticed I didn't say anything about the fishing. Yeah, I did. I did. And yeah, and I, I figured you were ignoring my call the first time because you didn't want to talk about it. But um, you answered this time. So we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Chickamauga if you got time. I got time. Okay. Well, tell us about it. It's tough. Okay. I uh, I've struggled to get bit. I've got a couple places of that uh, I've seen fish, um, but it, it, they're not everywhere. That's for sure. Are they? I'm staying. With, two guys I'm staying with are struggling to get bit as well. Are they just kind of in between that 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 uh, spawn and post spawn deal where they're trying to work their way back out deep, or what? What do you what are you seeing as far as where they're where they're at? I, I really, yeah, I really think that's the case. Um, I did see a fish on bed yesterday. Um, I'm not really looking for them on bed. I just when I came back to the boat ramp, there was a little pocket to the side, and I just 
kind of ran through there real quick and saw one on bed. But I, I think there's there's a few that are that are on bed, but not many. Okay. All right. So what kind of – I know you've got one more day of practice or today then, is your last day of practice. Then as I was – Go ahead. Yeah, and actually as I was loading my boat at the ramp here 10 minutes ago, one of the guys uh, in the truck next to me was talking to a friend of his and said that uh, – claimed someone had caught 28 pounds yesterday. Hmm. Okay. I don't know that I believe it, but, you know, obviously there's – there's fish biting somewhere, if that's the case. Right. Well, they live there, that's for sure, but this time of year is certainly going to be, you know, the weather hadn't been stable. We had a lot of, a lot of water up and down, so it's uh, it, it definitely makes, makes it for a challenging event, for sure. Well, and, it, and it's been pretty stable here recently, weather and, and water, so I was kind of hoping that things would get better, and, and they still might. Um, some of the places that I've fished through, you know, two days ago, you know, during the tournament may actually turn around. So what are you I'm trying to, I'm just trying to stay positive. Well, I, I know. And we're trying to stay positive for you as well. What are you, I mean, you've, so have you, have you been shallow and deep or what are you, what, what area are you trying to focus on the most right now? I have done both, and that's that's kind of the problem. I would rather be in a situation where I feel like I could just forget one and and do the other. But um, I got I got another little bit more than half day of practice tomorrow, so uh, I'll do a little running around. Probably won't fish any tomorrow. I'll probably just do a lot of looking. Okay. All right. Well, before you go to bed tonight, make sure you get your you pickums in. So. <laughs> You know, you know, I'm always uh, suspect on that. Yes, I do. That's why I remind you, fantasy fishing and your you pickles. Make sure you get those in. So uh, we'd uh, that way. That way, we the three of us at least stand somewhat of a chance against. So what's her name? So we can because uh, it, it's not looking real good right now. I can promise you that. So she had another good week she did she did david had a good week too but not not enough to overcome michelle just yet so it's <laughs> um it's not looking good for us but we still got two weeks left so you know maybe there's there's still a chance it's a long shot there's still a chance so but um hey, but all we can do is try that's all you can do that's right that's all you can do well brother we'll, we'll let you get back to it thanks for your time good luck this week you know we're pulling for you so I'm going to need all the luck I can get, I can tell you that. <laughs> you got it, KG. You got it. You got it, brother. You got it. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. I'll do it. Y'all be good. See you. Well, there he is, David. Mr. Grover. Mr. Positivity himself. So, <laughs> y'all send... In his own unique way. <laughs> y'all send good vibes to Chickamauga for uh, for KG, that's for sure. So, well, let's look at the Coastal Countdown to blast off here real quick, and then we'll get you guys back on the water. Hello, Georgia. Um, the elite series on Guntersville this week, much like, um, much like KG up on chick, it's going to be an interesting event. I have a, I have a feeling a lot of guys out looking, I hadn't seen any, hadn't seen many fish caught in practice on according to social media that I can tell. 
Um, Brandon Card caught one early on Monday morning, so I'm sure he'll bomb the tournament. Uh, that's just generally the way it goes, right? So, uh, Elite Series event on Gunnersville, four days. Need the overall winning weight for four days in pounds and ounces, please. Uh, moving on to the tournament we just talked about, the Toyota event, Toyota Series event on Chickamauga. Three days, the total winning weight in that as well for in pounds and ounces, please. And then here's one that it's already tripping you guys up a little bit, but the Bass Pro Tour Group A on Harris Chain. Okay, so Group A is going to fish Friday and Sunday. Is that right, David? Yes. Friday and Sunday, Group A will fish. Okay. I don't care what happens to Group B on Saturday. They're not part of this program. I'm looking at Group A. What is what is the winner's weight moving on out of Group A on Sunday? That's the that's the number I'm looking for. Group A, Harris Chain, Bass Pro Tour. I'm giving the love. Y'all say I don't like them. I'm giving the love. We've had Abram on. Opegers winning, you know, daggum you pickums, and now we're picking them in the in the uh, you pickum. So BPT Group A on Harris Chain. Uh, we're going to move on up to the Coosa River Team Trail on Logan Martin. That's a single day event. Let me go back. BPT Group A pounds and ounces, please. Uh, Coosa River Team Trail Logan Martin. That's going to be pounds and hundreds. Single day event. One day winning weight. Uh, fire it to me there. And then the Northwest Arkansas team trail over on Beaver Lake. That should be a good one as well. Uh, one day single winning weight pounds and hundreds. And then the wild West bass trail, California team, clear Lake event, single day winning weight pounds and hundreds, please. And if anybody listening to this radio show, this podcast, if anybody knows Anybody in charge at the Georgia Bass Trail, please, God, ask them to put the damn you follow results on the freaking internet. Please. It's been a week and a half. Post them already. That's all I want to know. Just post them. I can find everything but you follow. You want to be a player in the grassroots game, but you can't post your results. Come on, Georgia Bass Trail. You're better than this. But I say that, and Michelle will probably win that damn point too. So, but anyway, <laughs> I've got all the picks saved. So I'm just waiting on Georgia Bass Trail to, to post their picks. I got excited today. I pulled it up, but it was the Seminole event from last month, and that wasn't it. So, it was the wrong one. So, Lead Series on Gunnersville, Toyota on Chick, BPT Group A, Harris Chain, Coosa River Team Trail on Logan Martin. Northwest Arkansas Team Trail on Beaver and Wild West Bass Trail, California Team, Clear Lake. Get them in. You got till midnight tonight, Wednesday the 19th. After that, it'll be hard to make up. Yes, sir. So since we're, you know, it's part of our picks and you're showing love, and there's this, there's this question all the time, because especially since the calendars or the schedules are slightly conflicting, which one is John Cox fix, uh, fishing this week? That's a great question. That is a great question. Let's do a little looky-look here real quick. Where is Jay Cox in points on – tell you what, I'll go to Bassmaster. You go to Major League Fishing. Tell me where where he is, okay? 
We're going to do a little quick little deal here while we're talking. I know he's not, I think I know for the pro circuit, he's down more. I think he's in like the hundreds or the eighties or nineties. Well, I'm not worried about, yeah, pro circuit. He's probably not real worried about right now. I would imagine the classic and the red crest are the two on his mind the most, I would think. But again, what do I know? Uh, For the, for the elite series, or let me ask you this. It doesn't start till Friday at Harris Chain, right? No, but if he if I'm assuming because if we've seen the you know, with Jesse Wiggins and Cox in the past, it may they magically happen to be in the latter group. So chances there's a high probability that if Cox does fish both, he's probably gonna be in group B. Well, he was in group B last time. So yeah. it's a, you're right. It's a high chance he'll be in Group B this time. They don't have. But do they have their groups out yet? Anglers. I don't see. think I saw anything yet. For oh, they MLS. do. They do actually. They do. And let's take a quick little look here, real quick. Guess who is not in Group B? Or Group A. That's right. John Cox is in Group B for this event, so you're right. So I would imagine because he's 33rd in points on the Elite Series, he's only eight points ahead. Did eight points? No, 12 points ahead of um, the cut line at 39 to make the to make the classic. So my guess is he starts at Gunner's Full. And depending on how he does, he may be on um, Harris Chain. Of course, he's got history on Harris Chain, so I, he's probably not worried about that. So, but yeah. if I had a so, guess, because well, he's well, he's similarly placed. He's 29 in the Bass Pro Tour with 96 total points, which uh, the Red Quest qualification cutoff is 40th. So, gotcha. Um, but as we kind of saw, I mean, for a while there, he was on a roll where he didn't, you know, he was able to go back and forth. But we saw with Travis, and fortunately, uh, with Neely Henry, they they got posted on one day, so it cut him a little bit of time with, you know, making a But he did kind of bomb Neely Henry, I guess, because for John, he had a, a poor event on, uh, on uh, for that. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how far the drive is from Harris Chain to from Gunnersville to Harris Chain. But take on this one's gonna be about these about nine or ten yeah. hours. So, so it's not as bad, but yeah, it's it's doable, it's doable. Um, but yeah, looking at the, they do have the group split up. He is in Group B for this event, so that could be could be a big deal for sure. So as as is Jesse Wiggins as in Group B. For this event, so um, but I mean, he's not he, he's already down there practicing, so that'll be um, that'll be good. The Lee brothers are both in Group B, so at the same time, <clears throat> I'll take my I'll take my picks on Jordan. Uh, let's see what else, but yeah, my guess is is he probably starts on Gunnersville and then works his way south. If it's if it's me, that's that's the route I'm going to go for sure. So. Uh, so yeah, so if he does well on Gunnersville, let's say he makes it a championship Sunday, then he'll probably pull a, a Jesse Wiggins and kind of pull no practice and just hope that one day, yeah. on um, and his group makes gets him into the. Well, uh, you only got to make the top twenty, right? You only got to make yeah. the top twenty to to, to move on, um, and that. So yeah, I would imagine 
that uh, he is looking over a real quick look at points here on the elite series on the elite series trail Seth fighter 525 points he's uh what 50 40 what's my math here 25 and 16 is 35 41 41 points ahead of Patrick Walters Brock Moses in third at 464 Polonix in fourth at 462. Christie at 457, Chris Johnston, Kyle Welcher, Greg Hackney in eighth, Drew Cook in ninth, Matt Heron in tenth. Um, and then, like, Wes Logan made a big charge up to 13th. Um, so, yeah, you've got, I'm trying to look at any swindles in 20th, Taku Ito in 22nd. Um, you've got a lot of Mullins on the cut line in 40th. So, and you got Tyler Ravat, Menendez, Pipkins, Pat Slapper, all the way down to 60th. You got Frank Talley. So a lot of um, one of the surprising ones to me is probably Justin Atkins in 73rd, um, and then Carl Jakobson 76th at 242. But still a little bit of fishing left to go. Um, I think that can be um, it. Can be you can catch up. So you just got to have some good events, and this, this is the place to turn it around. On your rookie of the year standings right now, um, if it'll load real fast, I'll be able to tell you. Rookie of the year, Brian New, no surprise there. Nine-point lead over KJ Queen. Josh Strachner, Matt Robertson, Justin Hammer, Pat Slapper, Mark Frazier, Kenta Kimura, and Daryl Gleason round out your nine rookies heading into uh, heading into this year or into this event on Gunnersville. So be a great week. Looking forward to uh, that being down here on the home pond and um, excited for that to uh, to see that go down. So what else I missed this week, David? What else is going on? Um. Well, what is it? Because we're, since we're talking about uh, we just besides the elites, we were just talking about the Harris Chain event. Um, what is it? Uh, one angler who might not be fishing, I'm assuming based on the social media posts, one Aaron Martins. Yes, saw that. Uh, he's, I know, I know he's still dealing with treatment for his cancer. And uh, so, yeah, he was supposed to be making his trip down to the Harris chain, but might not be making it um, due to a headache he's been dealing with over the last five days. So, getting an MRI as of the our recording here. So, uh, if you, whether it's positive thoughts, prayers, whatever you do, continue to keep Aaron Martins in your prayers, thoughts, positive energy vibes or whatever it is so please yeah. do great guy and he definitely uh, could use the prayers that's uh that's for certain so please uh please like like i say please say a prayer for him uh looking to see if i've missed anything else i don't think i have if i have please let us know via the exxon hotline 256-535-3217 did you learn anything this week david um I don't know if I really learned it. Well, I guess, what is it? Going back to this whole, and I don't know, I remember a few weeks ago, I think you kind of had a thought about what I was saying and then you kind of lost it. But I don't know, like, uh, I learned that I guess it's safe enough for me since I'm, you know, both of us were fully vaccinated that uh, I guess per the CDC that, you know, as long as, uh, you know, we're not flying, that we're good to go without having to wear a mask and whatever. But so yeah, I learned that, but I still have that on once in a while. I don't know if you still do, but I, I once in a while I'll get like a slight pain. It doesn't hurt, but it's just a little pain at the, the spot where they you know gave me the shot. So yeah, I'm like every now and again. <laughs> so I yeah, but you know, that's you know, that's I guess you could say that's why I learned this week. 
That's what you learned this week. I, I learned this week too that uh, for y'all, for those of y'all listening, that that the CDC did say that we can start using our blinkers again. So y'all make sure you use that while you're driving. So <laughs> nothing to do with your mask, but they, you can use your blinkers because God knows I've cussed a bunch of you mothers out between here and Charlotte last week. That's for sure. So, well, folks, as always, thanks for checking out this week's anglers channel insider podcast we do encourage you to subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app so we didn't have a fifth texture last week we will go ahead and open it up again the fifth texture this week can win a new under armor iso chill hat and a sticker pack you can also shoot us a uh, a, a text at 256-535-3217 just shoot me a uh, your address name and address i'll send you some some anglers channel stickers got some new ones in i'll send you some of those and uh, get your truck and your boat all rigged out for summertime fishing. Make sure you look good going down the road. So uh, let's see what else we got going on. With that said, on behalf of if our you, and, and, and good. if you, uh, I was gonna say, sorry, oh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna. If you did message us and DB didn't get you your stickers yet, uh, just send us another message. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? But I mean, I know some people, some people. No, I'm just saying because you know, like people, we've been getting a lot of messages, uh, you know, DMs and stuff like that for the the stickers. So I'm just saying, just in case, if you message us and you haven't spent a while and you haven't gotten your stickers yet, just shoot us another message and I, I we'll make sure that uh, you get your stickers. That's all. Hey, I've I've, I've put everyone on one envelope and I've sent them out as fast as I can. As soon as I get them, I send them out. So you guys, that's right. Shoot us, shoot us a text two five six five three five three two one seven. Your X Zone hotline. With that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, your MLF, there you go, David, MLF Pro Circuit Champ on you follow, Mr. Jason Abram for the AC Circus. I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. And as always, God bless good fishing. Wash your damn hands. Well, don't wear your damn face mask. So put that PFD on and buckle it up tight. We'll see you guys next week. You gonna do it, David? Again, don't take it personal. There it is. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.